Yeah, you know what it is, Truth Nation. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. The best way to start your day. Cutting through the noise and bringing you the real stories behind the headlines. Talk to someone about how you feel. Do not internalize it. Do not consume it. You deserve to be heard. It's time to wake up with Milwaukee's favorite morning show. It's not just we canceled it, it's over, it's a done deal. Shouldn't be that way. That program still should proceed no matter how a few may go. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Tell me, where are all the watch parties? Where are the brothers going to be? (laughs) I just wanted to see what she was going to do. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Here are your hosts, the effective communication coach, Denise Thomas, and two-time Emmy Award winner, Telly Hughes. Friday Eve. It's Thursday, December 14th, 2023. Telly, what do you what do you call Friday Eve? Friday Junior. Friday Junior. And 11 days until Christmas. It's the most. I have to get it out. <laughs> Wonderful time of the year. Now, Truth Nation. Again, it is Friday Eve. I think we have officially two more shopping weekends. This is so you've got this weekend and you got next weekend and then that's it. Yeah. So what about things that you need delivered? Uh, I you, think the cutoff is based on my understanding I think the cutoff is like this weekend if you want it to get Okay. wherever. Gotcha. You know, without missing the date. Okay, so Truth Nation, let's just start it off get it over with, and then we can get into to Giannis. So this morning, Benjamin, good morning. It's amazing. So get, this morning, Benjamin, he's like, hey, are we going to talk about Draymond Green? And I was like, no. And he responded, well, why not? And I said, is this really news? Like when you heard that Draymond Green, if you have not already heard, what is by the NBA? They made their official announcement that they have suspended Draymond Green from the Golden State Warriors indefinitely. And basically, what that means is that they don't know when they, being the NBA, does not know when they will allow Draymond Green to play again. But they have stated that there are going to, there's some some criteria that he's going to have to meet before he is reinstated to the Warriors. Now, I will say this until he helped me out because I don't know all the details, but I do know at one point, recently maybe, Draymond Green completed anger management counseling or therapy of some sort. I I don't know. Did he? I, my understanding is that oh, okay. the last time that he's was... Was it when he was suspended? Yes. The last time? Oh, when he... Yes, yes. I think he, he did uh, have to do something... After choking uh, Rudy Gobert. Yes. Yes, yes. Now, yes. this incident, this most recent incident that, again, has led to Draymond Green's indefinite suspension was for striking the Phoenix Suns center, Yusef Nurik. 
Nurch. Nurch. Yeah, yeah. In the face. And again, this was announced yesterday by Joe Dumars, executive vice president, head of basketball operations. And this outcome takes into account for Greens, which I agree with, repeatedly pattern of just unsportsmanlike behavior. Now, I'm going to say this. Unsportsmanlike behavior is very subjective. It really depends on who you're talking to. But at the end of the day, it boils down to what the NBA perceives. And so in this situation, Draymond Green, they were like, yeah, now. In the third quarter of the game, Warriors versus the Suns, and this took place, uh, I believe this was what, Monday? What was it? Yeah. Uh, Tuesday, 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 at, at, at the Footprint Center. And Green received a flagrant foul, too, and was ejected. Now, if you've seen the video, and I've watched it several times now, I've seen Draymond Green, like, like hit somebody with intention. I've seen that. Like, ooh, that was a clear, like, you know, boom. <clears throat> Telly, Ben, what do y'all think? When I saw the video, it looked as though Draymond was trying to maybe catch a fall coming that he first saw. And then as he was coming up, I think now, let me, Ben, dang, how you gonna be shaking your head? I even finish it. Anywho. I feel like because the way his mind works, the hand was just like, doof. So I, again, I'm not, I agree with what the NBA did because he obviously, he's got, he does have some anger management challenges. What do you think, Telly? Uh, I'm gonna let Ben go first. Ben was pretty. Dude, ben was excited. over there shaking yeah, his head. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't because even got to there's the another yet. twist to the story that okay. I think you should know about, and I'm glad you brought up uh, his name. But okay, go ahead, Ben. Oh, you know, I was just shaking my head because, truth be told, the show was so damn good. Um, but you know, you know what? <laughs> you know what? With this whole Draymond Green situation, I think what's going on with him right now is 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 it's well deserved. I, I actually can't believe that Draymond was able to get away with so much stuff that he's been doing these past uh, a few years. It's plenty of Draymond Green victims. I mean, our very own Milwaukee's very own Jordan Poole was swung on. By Draymond. He okay? wasn't swung on. He was stole off. Right. Well, he stole <laughs> off on he that connected. boy. He stole off on that boy. Okay. So what's going on with Draymond right right now uh, in the NBA is well deserved, and and I hope he uh, he learns his lesson. Will he though? Do you think he will? Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know. Because his apology uh, yesterday, the, the I mean not yesterday, the day before after the game. Yeah. It was so like it, just, it wasn't an apology. No. Well, he he apologized for. Um, he said, y'all know who I am. I usually yeah. don't apologize for things that I meant to do. Right. But yesterday, I didn't mean to do it. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, yes. first of all, the how you let it already let me know you're arrogant. Because all you would have had to say was, what happened yesterday was an accident. I did not intend to hit him. However... I well, apologize. we all knew that would have been a lie because he's been in other instances throughout. I mean, this is the same person that hit LeBron James in the groin during the finals. And uh, you just go back to a lot of the suspensions that Draymond has had. But here's the twist to this one. You mentioned Joe Dumars, right? Joe Dumars is the head of disciplinary for NBA players. Well, how about... Joe Dumars and Draymond's, I mean, excuse me, Joe, Joe Dumars' son and Draymond were best friends kind of growing up in Michigan. Oh, wow. 
And so now, and then you have Andre Iguodala, who is a part of the NBA Players Association that played with Draymond, who has to defend his actions now and now has to discipline him. So there's a lot of different things going on. But Which is why I don't want no parts of but it. To it yeah, to, let's wrap this up. To, it's already, already getting on my nerves. To, to suspend someone <laughs> indefinitely over unsportsmanlike is unprecedented because most of the time indefinite suspensions come with like drug use or mm -hmm. something like that. Not that something that happened on the court. So it will be interesting. Will he learn his will lesson? It? I, I think what will be interesting about this? It'll be interesting to see how long they suspend him and what the what the criteria is going to be. Like what does he have to do so let me to get back into the league? They they've already announced that it's indefinite. So when you say how long it will be, are they gonna come back and say, Well, we've made our decision now, so versus indefinite, we're gonna replace it with the rest of the season or two seasons. I'm just uh, being hypothetical. Yeah. That's exactly what's going to happen. Okay. Yeah. Just like the uh, Board of Regents, the, when they didn't get it right the first time, they say, let's go do this oh, again. Oh, no, they got it right the first time, yeah. but uh, yeah. Speaker Voss didn't get his way. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't like – you know what? Draymond Green, y'all, he gets on my nerves. And just – I don't do well with male aggression anyway, but once I heard his post-game halfway apology, moving on. Speaking of <clears throat> real athletes who know how to act, Giannis! Giannis was like, y'all going to give me my ball. Now let's talk about that. So Giannis had a record-breaking game last night in terms of scoring points. How many points did he score? 64. Look Look how engaged you look on YouTube, Telly. Look. See, that's what people see when you're – they see you on your phone. Okay. Just, just wanted to let you know that's how you look on YouTube. Thank anyway, you. you're welcome. <laughs> Brand management. That's all I'm here to, to help you with. So Giannis scored 64 points, and he broke whose record? Michael Red. Michael Red, whose record was 54. 57. 57, okay. So what, what exactly happened last night, Telly? So we got to get him off this phone. Uh, you just said what happened. Giannis broke the record. Sixty he scored sixty four points. The franchise record was fifty seven, held by Michael Red. And then what happened? <laughs> so now you want me to talk? Yeah, <laughs> you were doing all the talking. So now you want me to talk? Telly, Telly had some <laughs> some interesting orange juice this morning, y'all. Very interesting yeah, orange it's juice. It's called water. Uh, so Giannis ended up breaking the record and what ended up happening was that rookie scored his first point versus the Lakers. So they should have never took the game ball. Thank you, Travis. That was Travis off of the true talking text line, 833-212-1017. If you want to get engaged in this conversation, but we got definitely way more hotter topics to get to, but Last night, Giannis broke the franchise record, scoring a career-high 64 points. And after the game, he wanted a souvenir. He wanted to commemorate this great, great achievement. And he wanted the game ball. Apparently, that wasn't so easy to do. <laughs> and this is the craziest thing. This is totally the Indiana Pacers head coach Rick Carlisle messing with Giannis or trying to mess with him because the Pacers took the game ball and gave it to a rookie who scored his first point. Well, it really wasn't even his first point, but he scored one point in a 14-point loss, and they wanted to give him the game ball. And so 
when they did not want to just willingly give it to him, Giannis had to use. He had to use some, not in my house. I get it. Charm. I get it. (laughs) Because it was just like, okay, you're a rookie. You scored your you scored your first point. Good job. That's what it's the NBA. So yeah, get get over. <laughs> but my thing is, you this know was what you're doing man. We are in Milwaukee, and Milwaukee fortunately has one of the greatest NBA players on our team. He broke a very significant record. And did I mention he's Giannis? Very significant. <laughs> and yo, summer camp. Rookie, look, mom, I scored my first point. Yeah. You really thought that that warranted you to get that ball versus Giannis? And and you can't even say that maybe you didn't know. Oh, you can see where the game ball went. So, yeah, they're showing it it here in the studio. So, so, Denise, were you – it's not like he didn't know. You are at Pfizer Forum. I'm sure they made an announcement. Hey, with that point, Giannis Antetokounmpo broke a franchise record. I'm sure that that was said. Oh, it was it was definitely shady because one of the things that I was thinking is that you know, look, Giannis is the complete opposite. He's the complete 180 of Draymond Green in terms of just behavior and attitude. <laughs> For Giannis to get even riled up. Like slightly, it's a big deal. Like, so, like what's what happened? What happened? And so again, Indiana, and and that's my home state too. Come on, y'all. See, that's why I don't live there. Y'all, be, come on, in, come on, Indiana. Ever you don't come to somebody's house. Look, this was not a dinner where you take home a, a to go plate. <laughs> he was like, he's like, oh, let let me get a ball to go. Hey, put some put some stuffing on the side of that and, ball. No, baby, this and, is not a to go plate. And it was one point, DT. Uh, yeah, it was. I showed you the picture that I had from back in 2014 when right. Giannis kept the ball after the game. That was his first 20 point game. Right. That was his rookie year. That and was I'm a- sure Giannis did it very like, okay, is this good? Is this cool if I take? Yeah. Because, again, he didn't want no problems. Exactly. Truth Nation, the Truth Talking text line is 833-212-1017. Was this player from the Pacers out of pocket for attempting to take the ball and using the reasoning of, who's my first point? <laughs> like, bro, what is this, AAU? What if it's even worse that he had nothing to do with it and this was just the Pacers saying, we want to give him something? How in the world, we said it before the show, DT, if that was Kobe or even Kevin Garnett, do right. you think they would have said, hey, let's get this ball for this rookie? Man, please, that was a total it was a disrespect. waste of time, disrespect. Yes, yes. And yes. you're in somebody's home court. Come on, man. But like, poke the bear. Just keep poking them. Next time they play the Pacers, he may give you 67 again. Oh, well, it's <laughs> it, it, that's the thing about the world that we live in. It's not even just sports. It, you know, like you're going to always have people when they see you winning, they're going to do whatever they can to just keep poking until oh, yeah. you lose it. Yeah. And absolutely. And I'm not rationalizing, but that that makes me think of the the Will Smith slap. It's like nobody knew what was going on in Will's life, but that night was obviously That was not a good that night. That was it. He was like, <laughs> I've been I've been eh, 
what's the, what's the same theme song? And back to the million, born and raised. Where the I'm where to spend most of my days, chilling in Maxine. He did that for like 80 years. Was the you know the <laughs> It's like not tonight. I'm going straight menace to society. Hey, hey speaking Wake of yourself speaking up. of Will, I was meaning to ask you yesterday. Did you catch the hip hop? Uh, oh, the fiftieth where yeah. where he wore the same outfit from from when they won the uh, Grammy. They, they won the first Grammy for rap best rap album. That was the oh, first wow. year that the Grammys recognized rap as music. But they, of course, they put some stank on it because they didn't broadcast. DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince receiving the award. Oh, it wasn't, that was one of it them was when they come back from commercial yeah, break. Like, and so on earlier tonight, so on, so, so on, so exactly. won this. Exactly. That's how they felt about hip-hop back then. Wow. And now, like, <laughs> it is everything. But, you know, I think one of the things I, I would love for us to talk about, not today, but as we wrap up 2023, because as we all know, this was the year that hip-hop celebrated its 50th anniversary. Mm-hmm. And there's been, as we approach the end of the year, there's been more and more mixed feelings about how hip-hop has contributed to the black community, if at all. Has it? Because, you know, there's a lot of theories, like Dr. Umar Johnson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they talk about, you know, where are we now as a black community based on all the money that yeah. hip hop music has generated, but again, that's that's a whole different topic Man. that I think we can yes. use a whole show for. Yes. Um, so, if you've been listening to the show this week, as Telly had mentioned, we talked about or we reported that the University of Wisconsin system, which basically includes schools um, such as UW Madison, UW Milwaukee, UW Oshkosh. UW-Eau Claire. So whatever university that's part of the University of Wisconsin system would be impacted by this. So House Speaker Robin Voss, along with his sidekick, Cal- <laughs> Calapanga, what's his name? Out of Delafield, Republican. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to roll with that. Right, Calapanga. <laughs> uh, basically <laughs> offered the UW system $800 million dollars which would be allocated across pensions, increased salaries for staff, as well as new construction for existing and current current uh, facilities. And so the UW board regents or board of directors had a closed door meeting this past Saturday where it was a slim nine to eight vote rejecting the deal. Now, as of yesterday, they had another meeting because Speaker Von Robin West was like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, y'all thought democracy was part of this? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. That was the, they had another meeting on, what's today, Thursday, Tuesday, remember? And mm-hmm. it was closed. It wasn't to yeah. the public. So yesterday's meeting was for the public. But, yes. So here's the outcome, Truth <laughs> Nation. The regents reverse their decision and they accept the deal in exchange. Are you ready for this? To reduce. Now, I'm, a, I'm, I'm just going to say this right now, Truth Nation. Reduce, as far as I'm concerned, is going to ultimately result in removal. And the reducing of DEI out of the UW system for with, in order to increase 
people's salaries and make pretty new buildings. No more DNI. So if you are a consultant, a DEI consultant, and again, diversity, equity, inclusion is what DEI is. So any type of programming, any type of curriculum that is led with DEI is going to be removed. So if you are someone that is not white and you are interested in attending any of these universities within the UW system, you may want to get ready and ask some specific questions on what that means and how it's going to impact you as a student of color. I'm so glad that we are paying attention to the words. Reduce is just a better word. Eliminate. Defund. <laughs> That's that, what... like, they didn't want to say eliminate, defund. So it's it's a reduction. So what is this reduction based on? Do you want the politically correct response or do <laughs> well, you want I... the DT truth be told response? Because <laughs> when we come back from break, just think about it. Do you want me to respond the politically correct way or do you want me both. to give the truth, truth be told? Because we, we got to show both sides. We could, we could... No, we don't. This is our show. Yeah. It's Black Talk Radio. We ain't got to show well, nothing. There it is there. Then we're going to get the DT truth <laughs> be told version. There it is. I'm tired of us trying to play nice when the messenger has made the message clear. We don't want your kind here. I told you, they have removed whites-only signs with legislation. When we come back, I'm sorry, you were going to say? I was just only going to say it's amazing how that 9-8 vote on Saturday turned into 11-6 to 6 on because, Wednesday. Uh, yeah. That's, keep let's talking. No, no, all no, you're doing no, is no, fueling, no. You're fueling <laughs> my Truth Be Told editorial. When we come back, I'm going to give you my op-ed on why this happened. And, and what this means, again, because <laughs> the writing, it is it, 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 come on the it, wall. It, it's, no, it's, it, the, the writing has been on the wall. The font has just gotten bigger. Such, that's okay. <laughs> I'm going to get my little two cents we come back. You listen to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. student i don't matter without saying exactly black student you don't matter the state of wisconsin top legislators including the speaker of the house robin voss proposed a deal to the university of wisconsin systems regents which is ultimately their board of directors mm-hmm. and said hey if y'all can approve getting rid of dni Across all University of Wisconsin schools, Madison, Milwaukee, Parkside, Stout, all Eau that. Claire. We'll give you $800 million. Whitewater. The, oh first, the first decision that was made was, mm, and it was close, 
that that's gonna be enough. That don't that, that really that's said, not inclusive. Yes. That's not welcoming. <laughs> well, then somebody was like, "Oh, you you thought this was democracy? You thought that this was like where we actually like vote vote? No, we're gonna go yeah. behind the door. We're gonna go have a closed door yeah. meeting, and let's just remind y'all who you are." Then yesterday they had another vote after this closed door meeting, and now UW <laughs> has officially rejected the deal that was uh, I'm sorry they have now accepted the deal that they originally rejected which will now reduce DNI in exchange for funding that was originally withheld this sounds so like bribery to me and pay raises now so earlier before we took the break Tilly asked the question you know, why Why was this so important? Why did they need to have this diversity and equity and inclusion deal accepted to remove, although they use the word reduce? Mm. But again, Truth Nation, I'm going to tell you right now, words matter. Every time I hear somebody say words don't matter, I'm like, <laughs> do you know that since the beginning of journalism, the saying has always been, if you don't want black folks to find out, put it in the paper, put it in a book. Because the assumption is that we don't read. Mm-hmm. And so now that now that they're like, wait a minute, they they are starting to read more now. We'll just use certain words because reduce. Yeah. What do you mean reduce? You you literally in the documents supporting documents said we want to teach. And I quote: This came from Representative <laughs> for real. What's his real name? <laughs> Calipanga. Chris Chris Capanga. Chris Capanga, Republican. <laughs> who is the the Senate president for the state of Wisconsin, he said, we need to, and I quote, we need to teach these kids how to think. So, of course, you got to get rid of D&I because D&I is all about embracing different thoughts, different perspectives. And, you know, I was listening to uh, Truth yesterday, all day yesterday, and on Dr. Ken's show, there's a lot of people that don't even understand what D&I is. And that's fair. But I, I just want you to know that if you don't understand what it means and you are a person of color, i.e. black, mm-hmm. that means that anything to do with the furthering or advancement of your education, educational experience with any UW campus is now going to be very uncomfortable for you. Because they have made it clear that we don't want to talk about inclusion. We don't want to talk about equity. And equity is different from equality. Equality is assuming that if you give people access, i.e. admission, to UW, that everything will be just fine. (laughs) But see, equity is where you understand that different students have different learning needs. There's there's different ways to make people feel as though they belong on campus. Like, I don't need to see a, a billboard or a mural with white, black, Hispanic, Asian, Native American students smiling and looking happy. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that picture. Fake. You mm-hmm. Google stocked an image. No. The experience of where I see students who look like me. I see professors that look like me. The curriculum that I'm receiving is full encompassing of every aspect of history, including the enslavement mm-hmm. of black people. It allows different people from different backgrounds with different perspectives to collectively, collaboratively 
share an experience of higher education in order to succeed. And DG, you hit it on the head at the very beginning. Words matter because they can say reduce and basically eliminate it, mm-hmm. but they couldn't just eliminate it because I'm sure there was a, some sort of proclamation when this was uh, created that, hey, we will not get rid of this. We will not do that. So what's the best? What's, let me, what's let me, the let me next ask you a question, Telly. If they were to come in here right now and say we're going to reduce our employees or we're going to reduce our workforce, what would that immediately? What would that mean to you? Uh, it doesn't mean that I'm going to start getting overtime. Or I'm going to keep my job. It means some folks are going to get fired. It it means that you are on your way out. It's not that you're on your way up. You're on your way out. Say that again for the folks in the back. What (laughs) does reduce mean to you? If they came in here and said we are about to reduce the workforce here at Good Karma Brands, how would you interpret that? usually the beginning of the end. It's not the beginning of something great. You see what I'm saying? Because reduction doesn't (laughs) – there's a difference between increase and reduction. (laughs) And – Going back to just the name itself, mm-hmm. if we just, I mean, they knew they couldn't just come out and say, we want to cut DEI mm-hmm. because that would be like, oh, we can't do that. We said we would never do that when we created this. But how about we either just change the name or reposition these funds without cutting it out? Mm-hmm. So that's basically... So, Basically, it's like we're not going to reduce or ever get rid of DEI, but if it's just called EI, then, oh, we can cut that mm-hmm. because we didn't agree to not get rid of just the EI part. I mean, it's it, it's so disrespectful in so many Man, ways, Telly. come on. And come I will on. say this. For those that are you know going to be saying, well, we should fight, we should fight. Again, like I said yesterday, this is my opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to fight. You don't want me? Hey. That th- thank you for at least letting me know how you feel. Yes. If you don't want people like me attending mm. your school or your institution of higher learning, bet. Yes. yes. Why would I fight to be somewhere in 2023? Because I know some people are saying, well, that's, you know, our ancestors fought to make sure. <laughs> hey. We're in a much better position because of the sacrifices that our ancestors made. We're in a much better position to make better choices mm-hmm. on terms of where we sign up, where we invest our time, energy, and money. And for those institutions, predominantly white institutions, including colleges and universities that are saying we're no longer accountable to make sure that we have fair representation of all students that live in America, why fight it? Yes. You got a whole plethora of HBCUs. I got a question for you that was posed to me, and I think you would be better answering this. There are a lot of folks going into DEI as a career. What happens to those people? Oh, I'm so glad that that person asked that. Or did you ask yes, that question? Yes. No, no, I'm no, so, no. I can't take credit for that. I, but, I, I'm so glad you ever asked that question. Let me let me respond to you. So, if you are a DNI consultant, advisor, coach, however you classify yourself, do not feel as though this is the end all be all because there are a lot of valuable private sectors as well as private companies that do not depend on the state legislator for funding or for approval. Mm-hmm. And so just, and that's why whenever 
any company hires me to do any type of DNI coaching or speaking, I always go to their website and look at their mission statement. Mm-hmm. And I also look to see if they have a DNI program initiative or just the language of how they embrace difference mm-hmm. as part of their culture. So please, for those that are in the DEI sector, do not do not fear, do not worry. But and I'll tell you this though, this is not a good look for University of Wisconsin or the state. It's not a good look. Yeah. Because people, you know, when they make decisions on where they want to live, where they want to raise their family, they look at stuff like this. And so do not take this as a defeat. There are way more institutions of higher learning. There are way more, even both public and private sectors that aren't impacted by this, that still believe in the power of embracing difference, that still know that this is a global world that we live in, (laughs) which means that this is a global marketplace. So if you truly want to be successful, you better know a lot about people that are different from you. Yes. See, see, this this is like some 19, no, this is like some 1800s type stuff. Literally, like, <laughs> you think it's cute, you think it's funny, you think, you think oh, we're, we're going to prevent people of color from excelling. I'm going to go back to the Bible on this one. It never said that weapons won't be formed. Never said that. <laughs> it never said that weapons will not be formed. And I hope somebody from, this, from the state of Wisconsin is listening to me. Mm. I actually got a call yesterday from the uh, 920 which is like, you know, the Madison area. Okay. I didn't answer it because, number one, I was <laughs> taking a nap. But now that I'm st- talking about this again, it's probably somebody saying, Denise, can I have freedom of speech? So, and actually, I'm not, I'm, I, I, I would have no problem having a conversation with Speaker Voss uh, yeah. or the UW system. But at the end of the day, it, no, it never said that weapons won't be formed. Yeah. But what they won't do, as long as you believe, they will not prosper. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth is the home of Milwaukee Public Schools City Conference Basketball. We have a great game for you tonight as the North Division Blue Devils take on the Milwaukee Hamilton Wildcats. Tip-off is set for 7 p.m. The City Conference Game of the Week on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth, The Truth app, and 101.7thetruth.com is sponsored by Milwaukee Public Schools and presented by Gruber Law Offices. Speaking of hoops, we talked about Giannis scoring a franchise record 64 points last night, and they didn't want to give him his ball. That was crazy. But moving on to something we've been talking about all week, and DT, I had no idea when we came back. We started this conversation on Mm -hmm. Monday because we found out about this 
secret meeting that they had on Saturday. They, meaning the UW Board of Regents, they went to, it, I mean, the deal was, hey, here's $800 million to UW system, school systems uh, across the state and a new building, engineering building on the campus in Madison in exchange for reducing and if you can't feel me through the radio, I'm doing major air quotes here, <laughs> reducing DEI funding. And that's where we are right now. And we've been getting hit up on the True Talking text line, 833-212-1017. DT, I'll hit Wesley up, and I'll let you do Kiana. But this is a lot, but it's really good, though. And oh, yeah. We talked about that. Wesley hit us up and said, I'm highly disappointed in UW's new actions to diversity, equity, and inclusion. I wouldn't want the UW system to take away any of the Jewish history about Hitler and his terrible actions towards my people. So I can understand how you guys feel about the schools taking away any information about how your history happened here in America from the hands of evil white people. Hopefully one day it will change. I don't have anything to say after that. Wesley, Man, right? the doors of the church are open. Can we get a ding for Wesley? We got to give him a double ding on that one. All right. I'll follow Shoot. up with Kiana. You better but, preach, yeah, Wesley. Yeah, but Wesley, man, gosh, that... God, I mean, can you like text that over again and, and can we again? Put that on a billboard? And, you're right. <laughs> can we can we like put that on a billboard and, and put it in front of Speaker Voss's house, his can, front yard? Yeah, can you do a voiceover and just like play it over a loudspeaker? Because man, that makes so much sense, especially what's going on in today's world. But Kiana said it hit us up as well. She said, I bet around this time next year, all the board members are going to vacation somewhere nice for Christmas with all that money they just got for changing their votes. What was the point if they were just going to keep going back to revote until they got the outcome they wanted? My daughter definitely will not be going back to the UW system next year. If we can help it. Kiana, you already know you and I are kindred spirits. <laughs> because, and Kiana has definitely been paying attention because the vote was 9-8, rejected at first. And then there were rumored that four, the four that hadn't been sworn in to the Senate by Governor Evers, that were appointed by Governor Evers, mm -hmm. they were allegedly on the hot seat if... They did not change their vote. And we it talked about that, too. Exactly. And that's to me, that's threatening. And, and right. It was threatening. And the threat worked because three of the four changed their vote. Again, you, you come for my queen sister, State Senator Latonya Johnson, for using the F word during what was warranted, in my opinion. Because y'all know I'm a cursor. Well, some of y'all don't know because I can't <laughs> on the air. But, oh, yes, DT gets it in. She's old sailor, y'all. I am. <laughs> And but that that's so that's terrible. That's oh, that's so out of character. But you have people, elected officials in the state of Wisconsin. You know, yes, there are a number of people outside of the state of Wisconsin that listen to the truth. Dedicated listeners. Our man Thomas and Phoenix. I mean, there's so every many morning. We got people, folks in Mississippi. Yes. We got folks in Georgia. We got folks. And, and maybe one day we can actually get the, the quantitative data here. Ben Jammin, I know you got. But. Let me just say this for folks that are that work for the city or let me let me back up that work in any public sector, mm -hmm. public service sector, whether it's elected or not. This is not a good look for Wisconsin <laughs> at all. And I don't want anybody to take this lightly. 
Because as we continue to position ourselves for tourism, elevated tourism, as we continue to build all these new real estate developments, that takes bodies. (laughs) You know what I'm saying, y'all? That takes people who have an authentic and genuine desire to either move here or stay here. Yeah. And guess what? It's not just white people. But I'm going to tell you right now, I don't care about the Supreme Court. When I say I don't care, in terms of this statement, the Supreme Court, the highest judicial system that we have in this country, has made it clear that race doesn't matter. It's very similar to when people say, I don't see color. Let me tell you right now, that's not a healthy statement. You know why, Telly? Because when you say you don't see my color, you're basically saying— You lie, number one. (laughs) But go ahead. (laughs) You basically—Telly, don't make me laugh. When you tell somebody you don't see color, and I know your intention is to say, you know, I don't don't measure people's ability to do X, Y, or Z based on their race— but just so you know, when you use the term, I don't see color, to Telly's first point, unless you're blind or your vision is impaired, you see color. Number two, it has an undertone of you're invisible. And what do most underrepresented uh, underrepresented people feel in this country? Invisible. invisible. Not heard, not seen, not cared about. And yeah. so this right here, this, this new policy, policy, y'all, mm-hmm. that means that if you break it, you will be fired mm-hmm. or put under some type of uh, performance evaluation. It, it, it says that we don't want to see race. We don't care about race, but not in the good way. It's saying, again, you don't matter. And quite frankly, if you don't matter, you don't belong. So if I don't belong and I don't Go matter. Go somewhere where I, I'm, I'm wanted and I belong. You know what? And, I, and I'm going to say this, too. Telly, and I'm not even exaggerating, or Ben, these types of policies, the psychological trauma that it creates for people that are of a diverse background. And it's not just race. You've got age. You've got sexual orientation. You've got, obviously, gender. You've got social economic background. These are all the things that should be screaming at universities here to say, you belong if you want to excel, if you want a higher education, come here. This completely says that. So this policy puts this further, decreases a state of a mentally healthy America. Period. And nobody wants to talk about that. And perception is reality. We perception know that. Perception is reality. So we can sit here and talk about what's going on in Florida and we're, we're at least we're not like them. Huh. You know what? We're exactly, exactly like exactly because there's only two other states that's doing what Wisconsin just did. Mm-hmm. And that's Florida and Texas. When I travel, Telly, <laughs> so when I travel, <laughs> we got a caller. OK, we come back. Dear caller, we want to hear your voice. We're going to take a break. We come back. But you know what's what's interesting? And this is the truth, y'all. And, and I know I'm not the only one. When I travel, people say, where are you from? Well, I was originally born in Indiana, but I've spent the majority of my life in Wisconsin. Huh. Is it, isn't it cold there? Huh. Isn't it, isn't it, isn't it this there? Da, 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 da. Yeah. And then the only thing they ever bring up is Giannis is in terms of like, <laughs> oh, that's the Bucks. So Wisconsin, we got a lot of nerves. Uh, yeah. Because uh, this is further putting another negative connotation on the state, the city, 
When we come back from break, let's get into this. Nicole, we're going to take you as soon as we come back from break. So please, Nicole, please hold. We want to hear your valuable perspective or question. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on the best morning show on planet Earth. You're listening to The Truth 1017. We'll be back. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. When you go to an HBCU and they have the parties, this is what they'll play. <laughs> well, something comparable. All right. You're listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth be told with DT and Telly. We've been talking about the most recent uh, policy that has been passed across the entire University of Wisconsin system, which ultimately freezes diversity, equity, inclusion, positions, programs, initiatives in exchange for buildings and pay raises. Nicole, good morning. How are you? You are live with DT and Telly on Truth Be Told. What is your question or comment? Good morning, DT and Telly. And thank you so much for taking my call. And, and you know, as a, a UW alumni, I'm alumni of UW-Milwaukee, and thinking about all the services and supports that I needed, right, as a, as a, a college student, um, are no longer going to be available for other college students. It saddens me, right? Um, and and it, it just appears as if there's, I don't know, you guys, I don't, it, it appears that there's this, this almost like attack on, you know, African-American youth are trying to better themselves through education in Milwaukee, right? Because there's so many things that's happening there that we're not looking at. And the reason why I'm saying there, because I'm, I'm currently live in Dallas, but I still live in Milwaukee too. My job brought me to Dallas, but my home, my children and my grandchildren are still in Milwaukee and I want them to leave because of some of the issues that we have with the education system there. You know, Milwaukee public schools just released their report card. They talked about 25% of the high school students are not on track for graduation. Mm. So that's one. And then we also know what the retention rate or the unsuccess that a lot of our students have when they go to college, they're not making it past their freshman year with some of those services that was already intact. Right. So now for those that 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 jump the hurdle of being, you know, part of that 25 percent that's not on track for graduation and then also, you know, jumps that hurdle of being one of those students that not graduate or not finish, you know, the ninth grade and get those supports. Now you got them out there by themselves without having those things intact. And it, and it saddens me. And it's, it's really scary because UWM to me was one of those places where you went to, you know, you, you got the love and you got the support, you know, in higher education so you can come out and be a productive citizen. So if those things are taken away from the UW system, if I'm, you know, understanding this correctly, then what else is left? Nicole, first of all, cannot thank you enough for your transparency. And you gave so many great specific and measurable examples of how this is going to have such a negative impact on students. And number two, speaking from the lens of a UW alumni who had benefited from these programs and you and, and the way that you explicitly describe the impact, cannot thank you enough, Nicole. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. And this is exactly, see, when decisions are made, they don't think about Nicole. No, they don't no. think about people like Nicole. And, and they don't think about how this is going to impact the future of people like Nicole. So, Nicole, thank you again. When we come back from break, 
We've got an audio clip that we want to play for you, as well as some interesting news coverage. <laughs> See, y'all, y'all think this is going to be isolated? Mm. Oh, people are already talking about Wisconsin based on this decision. We'll be back.